Hello, everybody. Welcome to Unstoppable Real Hospitality, your host, Arjun Sella. In today's show, we have a very special guest. He's in a totally different industry with the same approach. We are in the service industry, hospitality industry, but he's on a hair and beauty industry. But we have the same goal. Our goal is to make customers happy. When you make your customers happy, your business will grow automatically. So he has his own secret sauce, and we're going to find out through our questions. And let's do it. Tony, the show. Arjun, how are you? I'm doing fine. Excellent. Great. Thank you so much for having me on your show. My pleasure. You are very well known in the hair and beauty industry. And also, you also you host your you have your own podcast. You mm-hmm. call it uh, T Gordon Salon Talk. And right. You just started, but you're doing very well. You you have all different type of guests, and you ask a lot of questions. Let's see you on the <laughs> phone. Out, you know, what was their secret sauce? So mm-hmm. my job is I want to ask you. You know, what's your secret sauce? How you grew your business? You know, tell us your. Right. History how you started, and what are you doing right now? Well, the truth is, is that I'm a fourth-generation hair designer, and, uh, you know, at first, I wanted to do anything except hairdressing. I went in the Air Force, I went to college, and then finally, I came back, and there was a recession, and my father says, why don't you come into the business? And I said, oh, I never wanted to do that, but then I got there, and the day one, I just loved it. I mean, it was so much fun. Uh cutting hair and being with people and it was great. Yes. Yes. Wow. I love being with people, you know, and I think that's an important part of somebody who's in customer service that, you know, you have to find a lot of joy in the people, even the difficult people. And uh, it's been really good. We're in the Chicago area. We have uh, four salons. We've been one of the top 200 salons in the USA for 15 years. 15 years, my God. 15 years. We were called Reader's Choice Award for Best Salon in Chicago for Chicago Magazine for 2016 and 2017. Um, We're in some great neighborhoods. Uh, We're in Chicago and Lakeshore East. It's by the Bean, if anybody's been to Chicago and you've seen the Bean, you're there. Um, come see us. And then we're also in Wilmette Highland Park uh, near Rovinia, the music venue and uh, Glenview. So we're in some great areas that have great clients and um, you know, we like to service them. We do haircuts, colors. Uh, We really don't, we don't have spa. We don't have any nails. We don't have any facials, no massage. We really do cuts and colors on uh, on, uh, for for men and women, children, and we sell beauty products. Well, uh, you have a great niche. Not like a lot of people, they want to expand themselves. They want to do everything, like you know, from head to toe. But they don't do it right. So that's why you know they they fail in the business. So you have a niche. You have a, you do hair coloring, you have hair, and you sell beauty products, and you do it the best. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that I think that there's a direct correlation with being specialized and doing things the best. You know, if you do something a lot, you become really good at it. Yes, uh, I'm a firm believer in the ten thousand hour rule, which is the idea that human beings, when they do something for 
10,000 hours, they become experts at it. And so when you're doing something specific, Mm -hmm. like doing hair and not doing a thousand other things, then you become really good at that thing. Wow. That's the idea. So how many employees do you have? Um, I have almost 70. Mm -hmm. My wife and I have been running this salon. We also have some great leaders and managers in the company. I think that the main thing is to have is, is to literally have a team that can fill in all the things and do all the things that you're bad at. So what's your secret? <laughs> how, you, how you do that? How you, how you get all these people inspired you know, to, to work for you? I mean, do you have any training uh, programs for them? Or do you train future uh, hairstylists? Yes, we train all of our staff. There's a very well-developed training program that we have in our salons. And everybody goes through this program who's going to be a hairdresser. And then uh, that is uh, an award-winning program. And it's been really, really great for a long period of time. And, um, you know, we, uh, it's, it's approximately nine months long. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we also have as a hairstyling and coloring, and they teach them customer service, how to work with the customers, how to make them feel good, you know, so make them beautiful. Yes, all of those things: product knowledge, soft skills, That's technical cutting, technical color. Mm-hmm. So it's everything. It's everything. It's the whole gambit. Then we also have a, a hospitality staff, which we call the front desk staff. Like you might have a hostess. So um, that's really important because those people are the first ones to talk to the customer. They're the ones to take their money. They're the ones to um, do all aspects well, of the. They're the front of the house. They're the face of the house, you know. Right, right. If, if, they, if they do a bad customer service, you will lose business. And you, as only you don't even know what's going on sometimes, you know. Right. I find a complaint from somebody. Oh, you know, the, she was rude or he was rude on the phone. You know, he didn't give me this. He didn't give me this appointment. It's a very similar situation. So it's so important, you know, from the, the minute you open the door or you answer the phone until you finish your I call, uh, food or, you know, cutting your hair or coloring your hair, you know. Yeah. So important, you know. So that I do the same thing. I teach everybody from A to Z. So mm-hmm. and also motivate them, and I, and you do that. Do you have any techniques how you do that? Do you do meetings? Do you do training? Like you talk to one person one one on one? It's a new technology, new way of. Uh, also- yeah, we kind of do all of that, Argent. I mean, we we have a monthly meeting with the whole group. Mm-hmm. We do it off site, mm-hmm. and uh, we have this meeting. At the meeting, we give awards. We also. Uh, give longevity awards. We celebrate birthdays, anniversaries. That's a- so it's really all of these things. Family. There's usually a motivational message from me, mm-hmm. and it's very good. It's uh, it's great. Everybody gets to see each other. They're in different locations, mm-hmm. so they get to come together and have a discussion. We share food, and it's all together a really good time. People do really well with it. 
Well, you, you, you have a, a podcast, you know, uh, the T. Gordon Stallone talk. Uh, what's the reason? Why you started that podcast? Do you have any uh, mission or agenda with that? Well, it's interesting that you asked me about the um, about about the the, the uh, you know like the soft skills because my my final objective with this whole thing is to actually teach soft skills and customer service to all of our uh, of hairdressers to hairdressers around the world. That is my objective. There is so as of right now. Um, you know, we're, we've been doing that. We've been doing that for our current staff. Now I want to make it electronic. But one of the nice things about the podcast and the YouTube channel is that it directs people to that training. So if a hairdresser or a hair salon owner is listening to the podcast, because that's mainly what it is, it's interesting, is that you end up, um, you, you might end up directing one of your stylists to this training that we supply. I was listening to uh, your videos and, uh, and you're so inspiring and motivating person. You, know? you, you have that, uh, I call a very, I call a presence. When you talk, you have a present. You, know? you make people, uh, people to listen to you. And you, you mentioned that, that uh, a lot of people that get involved in your business, they fail. It's only 5% that survive. Right. So tell me, you want to change that? You want to change the, the people's mindset, the way they, uh, they approach the business? It, tell me something. Yeah, you know, there's a great book out. It's called Mindset by, uh, by, by Zwick. And uh, this book goes into mindset. You know, there's a growth mindset and there's a, more of a stagnant mindset. And I think in our business, especially nowadays, you have to be in a, you have to be in a growth mindset at all times. It, it's a growth mindset, which means, you know, you're always willing to take a little bit of a risk. You're probably adapting to the changes in hairstyles, which are really changing very quickly. Um, you know, it's, you really have to be in that growth mindset to really make it. And a lot of people are, are not. So uh, they kind of know, they don't know where to go. And the average person comes into this industry uh, probably between 18 and 24, and if they're if they're not if they, they at that age, a lot of people don't know what to do. They they don't know how to get focused. They don't know what works and what doesn't work. And by the time you figure it out, you could have run out of money and you're onto something else. Yes. So my objective is, is to save people from being part of that 95 percent failure rate in the salon industry. Yes, yes. Well, uh, I have a, also a, a different approach because uh, our industry is very similar. Mm -hmm. failures, you know, everybody wants to do it for love, but when they get involved with long hours and, uh, and the pressure, they just crash. Uh, but I, I, I take the, the way it's very important is training your stuff. When you mm -hmm. know how to train your stuff, it's so important. Well, the way I train my staff, it's I teach them all the rules, how to respect the house, and also we do respect you know, the employees too, you know, but also how to sell and how to present themselves, you know, 
how to pitch uh, the, the, the heck of the food, the liquor, the cocktails, and so without pressuring the customer. Mm-hmm. And I believe you have the same uh, same way of. Uh, can you explain uh, how you teach? Let's say somebody comes to a, you know to a place, and let's say the lady she. She doesn't have it, you know. Uh, she she went to a different salon and somebody messed up her hair. <laughs> how are you gonna make how are you gonna make her feel good and have her as a like a long, I mean, forever customer? Right, right. We you know we we talk about it in regards to the service circle. So the service circle starts. Well, you have a little cell there because you have opportunity to so you can add some coloring, this, that. So right. Well, it starts with the service circle. The service circle is when somebody walks in the door, they get greeted, they um, often change into a robe, they're offered coffee, tea, water, it's complimentary, and then um, they are introduced to their stylist, and the stylist does a consultation, and the consultation is the most important part where someone has to determine what it is that this person wants to do. A lot of people, like you say, come in and they do not know what it is that they want. They know sometimes what they don't want, um, but a lot of people do aren't sure exactly what they want. So we take them through a series of questions that are leading questions that help us get to the point relatively quickly. And, um, <clears throat> and the questions start with things like, you know, what challenges are you having with your haircut? What challenges are you having with your hair color? How do you feel about the condition of your hair on a scale of one to 10? Tell me about your routine. What do you want your hair to say about you? What is the main thing that you want to accomplish today? Um, And then based on what you told me, this is what I think we should do today. So then we get them started um, and we take them through a shampoo experience. They go to the shampoo bowls. They get shampoos and conditioners and a scalp massage. I think that's very important when you talk about the shampoo. Them. That's when you put them in a, a good mood. <laughs> you know, it's, it's all about you know, how you feel. If you, that's why I feel when I work. You know, if it, I want to make the customer feel so comfortable. You know, mm-hmm. so goes, uh, to eat, to order something, it feels comfortable to to enjoy the food and to, to enjoy the experience. So that's very important too. Yeah, I think that I think the ambiance of the place is really important. I think that the ambiance, especially in restaurants, is really important, but I think it's important in salons as well. Very important. You know, what's the what's the artwork look like? What's the theme yes. of the place? I, well, I realize because I have so, uh, some friends, you know, they're in, in the industry and uh, like I say, the ambience, you know, the, the way, but it's also important the way the hairstylists, they get dressed or they have their hair because it also inspires the people, you know, to come with because they, once they see the hairstylist, you know, has a great hair, great coloring, they, they, they can have confidence, you know, to, to that, that person to do the job on them, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and so, yeah, we, you have to have a dress code, you know, you have to train them in that. Mm-hmm. I think I think one of the things before even all of that other stuff is the is the hiring process. You know, we could talk about that a little bit too. Right, that, that was my next question because it's so important hiring process. Please, what's your start? How you okay? How you I Argent. You know what? A couple of years ago, 
you know, and like I say, there's about a 95% fallout rate with the, and a lot of it is because people end up in the wrong place. You know, there's people who are not prepared to be in a high-end salon who get jobs there. And there's people who are, should be in high-end salons and end up in lower-end places. And it's a tragedy because they end up quitting the industry before they end up. So one of the things that we have to do is we have to decipher it. A couple of years ago, we, had, we kept hiring the wrong people. We couldn't get anybody to stay. We, we had to fire people. I once had a girl tell me, that she quit because she didn't want to work with this one guy who was okay. a problem. And, um, and I realized, you know, and I knew right from the beginning that I never should have hired this guy, but I ended up hiring him because we needed a body, right? Sometimes you just need a busser in your industry, right? So you hire, uh, you know, the first body that shows up, you know, the first person that's dressed right or something, or even not sometimes. And, and, you know, I, so I hired this guy and then I, I discover that I have people quitting because of uh, that. I hired this guy because they didn't want to work with this guy. They, they felt awkward around him or whatever else it was, or because he didn't work, they ended up having to work double, you know? And, um, and so I, I was wrecking my brain about this whole thing. And I was at an airport in um, Connecticut and I picked up a book uh, called Top Grading. You can get it anywhere. You can get it online. You can get it at Amazon. You can get it at the bookstore. It's called Top Grading. And basically what it is, is Top Grading is uh, the idea of trying to hire only A players, only people that are really great people, only A players. And sometimes you don't know. But you can guess, kind of. You at least you can eliminate the D and the and the C minus players. You can get rid of them. You know, some people will change also on you. You never know. If people are in the right place, sometimes you could take a B player and turn them into an A player. Or and sometimes there's no way you can change anybody. But so the idea of this is to find the best players. And there's a there's an interview process. Mm-hmm. that you use to find them, which is really inexpensive. And it's a multi-part thing um, where you talk to somebody on the phone and then you have them come out and fill out an application. Then you have them work in the store a little bit and then you call the references and maybe there might be some more steps in there, but that would probably be the minimum. And all of that is based on the torque technique, T-O-R-C, threat of reference check. So torque technique, T-O-R-C, threat of reference check. So you call this person on the phone, let's say they answer your Craigslist or your Indeed ad, right? And they, you get them on the phone and you, you tell them all the steps and you tell them all the steps to your interview process. And then at the end, you say, in the end, we will call your references, former bosses, former bosses and other people that know you really well. Is that okay for you? And they say, oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. You can call my references. Okay, good. All right, fine. So they've agreed to the whole process. Now you bring them in, let them fill out an application, maybe have your front desk girl, ask them a bunch of questions. And she too will say, 
I'm going to invite you in for a day of observation. And then after that, we'll call your references. When we call your references, um, we will ask them to tell us all about your last job and all the other things. So we're telling them that we're going to call your references. And every time we're going to say to them, so in your last job, so when we do the interview, it's really about what happened during your last job. So when I call your former boss or your last boss, your last supervisor, what are they going to say about your ability to come on time or your ability to have emotional control or your ability to be dressed properly? What are they going to say about these aspects of you? So in your last job, so, and then in the end, you're going to say to them, give me their phone number because I'm going to call them because they clearly know who you are really well. When I call your high school best girlfriend, what's she going to say about how organized you are? Now, I don't want to know about the crazy antics she's doing in high school. I just want to know how she's going to respond to working in a restaurant or, in my case, a salon. You know, how is she going to be? And I think that's really important. So find the book. It's called Top Grading. It's by a guy named, a PhD named Smart. He just happens to be uh, local here in, uh, in Chicago. And, uh, and you can find the book and read the updated version. It's, really, it's a little dense. A lot of, a lot of big companies have adapt, adapted this method. You know, you still might want to use some of your other things that you use. But, but basically, you, you narrow it down to the best because you learn from, from your mistakes. So when you have the best team, when you create your best team, that's where you can grow. That's the success. Mm -hmm. That's your secret sauce. Hiring is so important. I, we, we have a different approach because most uh, of the workers, you know, they work in restaurant business. They don't even have a high school. Or mm -hmm. at, 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 at your case, they have to go to school. They have to learn how to cut hair or right. coloring. So they have kind of education. They're getting prepped. And here, most of the time, you know, they don't have any. You're saying, you're saying, Arjun, you're saying maybe they don't have uh, a resume, right? Well, it's all depending. In my case, because we're a little higher in restaurants, we have, you know, we, we're looking for experience. But in general, most of the restaurants, they hire just people from the street because they need workers. The way, the one secret I learned is uh, when I hire somebody, first thing I see the way they walk. If they walk fast, they are they're flexible to work. If they walk slow and they, they wander around, they end up in the business. Yeah, in your business, they gotta move. They gotta move, they gotta move fast. It's two, three hours, that's what we do. Two, three hours, dinner time. Right. From six to 8.30, that's what we do all everything. And you, mm -hmm. gotta, and you gotta be flexible. Can't cry. That's how it is. <laughs> you love it or you don't love it, but you know, the benefit is huge. Well, in the book, the uh, top grading, they're gonna give you all these attributes about people. Mm -hmm. And you can, you can do the ones that are the most, there's like a hundred attributes. You don't need a hundred. You need the, like the 10 to 20 that are really important for you. Very important for your industry. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Tony, what do you think in five, 10 years, where are you going to be? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that we're going to have uh, four rock and salons in the Chicago area. 
and we're going to have a, a training program which is international because we will be training people from around the world as long as they're English speaking. Um, and, um, and we'll be able to train people and help more people be really successful. Uh, you know, Arjun, I, I, I have a tendency to not create long-term goals. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't necessarily do you don't have to Absolutely. five to 10 year goals. I, I like to look at the world What's happening now, especially these days when you have the whole world is changing so quickly. I, I think a lot of people right now are really scared of Amazon and how it's going to affect the beauty business and other changes that are out there. And um, I, I just want to adapt, uh, you know, sort of like one step at a time. Um, I really think on a personal level, though, Within the next few years, I just really want to continue to learn. I want to continue to be challenged. Um, I love this course that you and I are both in because now we've been forced to learn like four or five different pieces of software. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, and it, it's things that I was not listening to before, but now I am. So well, you, you have a chance to meet a lot of people. The only my downfall is my time. It's so... So I have some so, such a small window, you know. Every time I call, I can, I barely can even follow up what's going on. You know, it's so bad, <laughs> you know. And I really like to spend more time with uh, and get to know everybody. Uh, what's your best advice? Your if God gives you everything in your life, what's your best advice for the future? Um, I would say my 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 best advice to people is find really good partners. Whether it's uh, your relationships, uh, like my wife is a great partner. Uh, the people that are on the, my leadership team, they're all great people. They really are. They're great partners. Um, the people on the secondary leadership team are also great. Um, you know, there's, I would say you just need to find as many great people as possible. And sometimes you don't know who they are until they sort of emerge uh, on their own, which is really cool. People have different strengths and you just have to sort of uh, discover them. You have to dig for them a little bit. You know, we do have one-on-ones. You actually asked me about that before. We have one-on-one -on -one meetings with people. And um, I, I, like to, I like to do them because I can discover more about those individuals and what, you know, what their extra skills are, you know. One of the things that's interesting about our salon, which is different than a lot of salons, is that we're what's called team-based. And so everybody works at a as a team to create a common goal. They all try to hit a common dollar amount each month. And in that, they all work together to try to achieve things. So if we have an emergency somewhere, everybody will try to jump in. So you have hairdressers who try to jump into uh, service people at the desk. You have desk people who will come in and do an emergency shampoo, which is fantastic because we're all in this together. And even though there's people at different levels of strength and different levels of, um, of responsibility, uh, they are all really in it together. Like you say, the front desk girl could say hello the wrong way and she, she loses the client for you, you know, and vice versa. Somebody can get a bad Yelp review because of something stupid they did, 
um, or something that's not even their fault. We know that. Um, that uh, and and it and it affects the whole company. So I think that that all of that is really really important and. You know, and I know it affects restaurants and uh, hair salons for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Tony, what they can find you on uh, social media, a website, where you are. That We're was- at gordonsalon.com. Mm-hmm. For those of you that are in Chicago area, please come visit us. I'm also at T. Gordon Salon Talks at, uh, on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we're, you know, we're, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on uh, all of it. We're, all of it. Yeah. All of it. Well, Tony, thank you for being in my show. I hope you, you inspire, you motivate most of the people in my audience. And you brought a lot of values, a lot of value informations. And thank you for being in my show. Arjun, it's been my soon. pleasure. My pleasure. Take care. Thank you. Have a great one. Same to you. Bye. Okay. Hey, are you editing any?